0: guys welcome back to skincare anarchy i have such an amazing brand with me today and i was actually telling the founder that we that is here with us today how much i'm obsessed with the entire line and that i will be including it in our top picks it's going to be everywhere on our top picks so it's definitely a line that i recommend to all of you um just even before we get started but uh, without further ado i want to introduce you guys to the founder of naturopathica Barbara Close. Welcome to the show, Barb. I'm so excited to be hosting you.
1: Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, it's
0: wonderful to host you because I, like I said, I'm in love with the line and I can't wait to dive into that. But first, I really want to get to know you and your background and just all the inspiration and vision that went behind creating the brand um, and then creating all of the amazing categories within the brand. So if you could kind of walk us down memory lane, you know, um, you know, give us a little taste of how it all began.
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to. You know, I, I was not the girl who played with her mother's jar of oil of olay. That's for one thing. And uh, <laughs> I, I was also not the girl that maybe had you know chronic eczema and then vowed to find a cure. I, I was I found the world of skin and beauty somewhat by accident. It it collided with my my love for holistic health and and my passion for for wellness rituals. So, you know, I, I grew up in uh in Virginia on a farm with a great love of the outdoors and, and a mother who was passionate about plants. And that really created a thirst to learn more about the botanical world. And um, you know, when I founded Naturopathica, it was it was a healing arts center, um w- was my vision. And um creating the skincare part of it is something that happened as a as a sidebar of that when I started getting more interested in looking at different aspects of wellness and of course skincare is part of it
0: yeah I mean that makes sense and I actually like that you were so um honest about your your you know uh entry into the space because I, I think a lot of people think that you know to create such a wonderful brand you have to have this really traumatic story about your skin you know it just has to be but it, it it doesn't and I think it it really shows I mean I'm a huge fan because I feel like you have something for everyone here you know and and that's something that really draws me um very closely as a consumer and that I want to actually uh continue by asking hi you hi uh, we're recording hi okay perfect Okay. Okay. So I want to actually, Barb, ask you about, um, you know, how, how was that in terms of creating all of the different categories for the brand? You know, um, where did you first start? Like what was the first category?
1: (laughs) Well, in order to talk about the first category, I think I probably have to tell you more about, about the brand itself. Yes, please. my, My original vision for Naturopathica Um, You know, most people know us now as being a leading holistic skincare brand featured at over 500 destination resort spas and we have three of our own two in you know two in Manhattan and and one in the Hamptons and when I first opened my door in 1995. Um, what I created was really an herbal apothecary. It wasn't a spa or a skincare studio. It was floor-to-ceiling herbs like kava root and echinacea and calendula. We had tinctures and teas and herbs and we had a naturopathic doctor on staff. And we did massages, um, we did facials, but it was really creating this, what I call a discovery zone for wellness that um, people could come in and learn about you know the ancient arts of aromatherapy and how it can help with stress or how meditation can really help to attain more balance or feeling the effects of a massage to speed healing from say a sports industry so that aspect of nurturing yourself with natural therapies was really my inspiration the skincare part of it came in um, when i started doing facials and i thought well Okay, what's going on in the world of natural skincare? And back then in '95, it was sort of like Walita and Dr. Hauschka, and it wasn't like there was a lot. I think Aveda was had just entered the scene. But when I would look at their ILs, their ingredient lists, I would see that they were still, you know, a lot of ingredients in there that, let's say, weren't skin friendly. So that's mm-hmm. how, you know, in '97, I really put on my my esthetician's hat. I got that esthetician's training. Uh, in addition to my background, already as an herbalist, and that's where I really started looking at creating the line. So when we began, you know, like most skincare lines, there was a foundation of what I would call your your nourish category or your normal skin category, and then there was, you know, a uh, uh, dry skin and oily, acneic, and aging well we always had aging well and not anti-aging because that supports our belief in you know the healthy aging of body. now we've we've nice. re-branded the brand and now you see different categories um, based on um you know different a- functional aspects of the brand so um you know whether that's chill to help uh relax you know products that help relax the body or nourish or defy, they move in, you know, much more specific arenas.
0: Yeah, that's, that's very interesting um, that you brought up the Uh, naturopathic approach, you know, and the holistic approach, because I think that even in medicine, you know, I'm trained in allopathic medicine, but I've definitely had a lot of colleagues that are in the osteopathic route. And we've definitely had conversations that are very much rooted in this idea of um, holistic healing, you know, and and in everyday practice. And I think that one of the biggest, uh, I think, controversial things that comes up in these conversations is the use of certain ingredients in certain doses and how to regulate that, you know, a lot of doctors I know, you know, they love recommending products, but of course, you know, as you know, as a medical practitioner, I can't write a script for like, you know, an herb or or something that's, even yeah. though I know it's good for you, you know, even though I know this is going to help you and, and, and nourish yeah. your body and whatever, I can't do that. So I, you know, with that being mm-hmm. said, I would like to ask you about, um, you know, what, kind of feedback have you gotten from your customers as far as Uh you know the healing of medical conditions the healing of certain things they're suffering with you know if you could share that with us
1: sure i mean my journey from a farm in virginia uh was also um you know, by way of going to Europe to visit an aunt who was very into herbal medicine and homeopathic remedies and going to these herbal apothecaries where they would make her a calendula cream if you had dry skin or a linden tea for an upset stomach. And I I bring this up because in Europe, still today, there is a lineage of natural healing. You know, if you go into Italy or Germany and France, most people go to their herbal apothecary before they go to their doctor. Yeah. and I think it's great in America with the rise of antibiotics, we lost all that ancestral knowledge, you know, and it's very much symptoms management, right? So got a headache, take an Advil, can't sleep, take an Ambien. So as a holistic practitioner, I've always been interested in it and specifically about skincare too, you know, we have to treat the whole body. That's the first principle and we wanna do no harm. We don't wanna use anything in our ingredients that's gonna cause harm either to the body or, uh, you know, or to, to us or to others. So again, that that's just a a whole foundation that, you know, when I started the brand um, it was clean from the beginning. And I think what's interesting now is that 25 years later, we've seen clean come front and center in the skincare industry. And I'm thrilled that it's here and it's here to stay, but it's not just about toxicity Uh, You know, whether a certain ingredient has a phthalate in it, and that may be problematic. It's also whether those ingredients are actually working to build the strength and the integrity of the skin. So I guess that's a long way of saying to you that ingredients are everything. No, absolutely. And
0: I, and I absolutely love that you brought up the the clean conversation because I mean, it's in the name, you know, naturopathica. I mean, nature yeah. is the most clean you're going to get. And I often find myself telling, you know, people who reach out to me via email for the podcast, or even some of my, you know, um, on the medical side, you know, in my practice, I tell people, you know, if you can't find an answer in nature, that's really a shame because, as scientists we look for you know solutions and we look for solutions in a laboratory but everything that has ever been discovered has ever had real meaning to us as humanity and progressed modern medicine has been rooted in nature well that's the fundamental
1: as we know most modern medicines all have their root in nature right yes Yes, (laughs) Yes, no. <laughs> exactly. But the,
0: but, but the thing is, and, and you know what's funny, also, is that it's when people when you tell people things like, "Well, why don't you try putting a little bit of honey in your tea?" You know what I mean? Instead of right. taking that cough drop, why don't you try doing? They get they're like, "Well, that's not going to work." And I'm like,
1: "Well, where do you think the whole idea comes exactly. from?" Exactly. You know, and yeah. and that's to bring that full circle to the beauty industry. You know, it's the same thing. People are always looking for the next wizard ingredient, right? What's it going to be—the retinol or whatever—and from my point of view, it never made sense to me, even when I started this brand, that we would treat a condition like acne by just applying salicylic acid, by just applying a topical. You know, at Naturopathica, we've always looked at beauty through the lens of health. So, how does diet? hormones, blood sugar, lifestyle factors like sleep, all of that ladder up to beautiful skin. And that's, that's now you understand why when I started our, our, our healing arts center in East Hampton, that whole herbal apothecary was so important because we teach people those skills of what foods are good or not for certain skin types What type of, um, you know, uh, what type of diets help with that? And then last, we look at what clean ingredients or holistic skincare can help uh, create beautiful skin. I love that. I love that. I love that you,
0: um, you know, have really started. You've stuck to where you began in the sense of you've stayed true to your vision, because I can't tell you, you know, how important it is now more than ever, as I'm sure you know, you know, just as well as, you know, any medical doctors, it's, it's, it's very important for us to be really advocating for A more natural based approach to almost every facet of human health. I mean, it's, you know, from like, you know, these days I keep reading papers, Barb, I can't even tell you how many times I've read a paper about endocrinology and how it relates to every organ. And the same topic keeps coming up, the same topic. And you you had mentioned toxicity before, right? Well, that idea is coming up now, but now it's in relation to the modern medications big pharma that we're talking about and we're now we're dealing with this idea that now that we've you know for example people take metformin right they take metformin for like insulin resistance well i just read a paper the other day that this is now what it's doing is causing multi-glandular endocrine you know pathologies yeah. where multiple glands in your body are now in disarray because you've been taking and pumping your body with these synthetic chemicals that yeah. big pharma pushes out
1: to do i know i know yeah we don't yeah. go there it's oxytocin yeah i know i get it so again it's teaching people to dial back that less is more you don't necessarily need to clean your skin twice a day it depends on you have to treat the individual What is your skin like? How does it react to certain ingredients? How does it react to perhaps using and oil as a serum afterwards instead of a cream. So again, teaching people to just dial back and to be their own doctor. It's your body. You've got to look at the symptoms. You know the history better than other rather than turning to a quote unquote expert and decide what's best for your needs. And, and so that's really the essence of what excites me about this industry is empowerment, is helping you know create that, that knowledge base or that wellness rituals that excites people to be able to go on their own path to
0: wellness absolutely Now that's definitely definitely a wonderful you know um i think mantra to live by and i am a huge fan of the brand like i said you know i think that this is a really great time for us to really dive into the products because there yeah. are definitely so many hallmark products in the range i mean you know for everyone listening i, I don't know if you have checked out the website yet but i definitely encourage you to do so as we're speaking here, because you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, there is an one, eye cream.
1: One. Oh, what's, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say one of the questions that you asked uh, asked me that I thought was really interesting because I know I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and I know you always like to ask. You know, what's the science behind the products? Yeah, and everybody has such interesting interesting answers to that. You know, for us, it, it's really quite simple. You know, I have a master's degree in herbal medicine, and it may sound odd. But we all know that the primary cause of of disease in the body is inflammation, and the skin is no different. So basically, the science of our brand is how do we reduce inflammation? So I use my herbalist hat to drop in as many botanicals that have a proven history of reducing inflammation from oats to aloe to, you know, calendula, hyaluronic acid, and and. Really focusing on putting out the fires, so to speak, and I think that's such a different approach with so many other brands that are into adding again that hero ingredient. Uh, clean for us, you know, of course, is not toxic. That's what my brand's been built on since its inception. But it's how do we calm irritation and then we can look at putting in those clean cosmeceuticals that really give us the results that we want to see you know the 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 peptides the retinols the vitamin c but in clean base materials that don't promote more inflammation and my motto is if your skin is busy putting out the fire from some product you put on your face it's not making collagen and elastin and all the other stuff you want it to do
0: Exactly. No, exactly. And I love that you have that background in um, natural med- medicine. You know, and it's it's really something that I think a lot more people need to go into. You know, as a career path, I think there's a lot of discoveries to be made. You know, in this realm. And so, I'm I'm very very. Um, impressed that you have this background and that you have really carried it forward into a brand. You know, for example, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to dive in. There's one, there's one uh, thing I wanted to point out is that the brand has something for everyone. You know, it has something for everyone. And that's what I love about it. It's got, you know, options for any type of skin. It's got options for any type of concern. And also the ingredients are not fluff ingredients. You know, for example... The, one of the best-selling products is the vitamin k brightening eye complex i think this is a beautiful beautiful concept because vitamin k you know in medicine we talk about vitamin k you know it's it's in- involved in your clotting cascade you know right. when you you create um your clotting factors and your um you know it, it's a very very important component and when your baby your doctor injects you with vitamin K so that you don't bring, you know, bleed into your brain. But with under-eye discoloration, a lot of times it's due to vessel yeah. um, you know, deformations yeah. and and problems. So this is a very innovative product. Yeah. Um so I would love for you to speak on this a little bit if you could, Barb.
1: Sure. Yeah. So vitamin K, you're absolutely right. It helps the blood, you know, reassorb into the vessels, but it's paired with Horse chestnut, which is one of the most popular herbs in Europe right now, um, for the same thing, for uh, increasing capillary function, so for its ability to, to reduce um, you know, any kind of discoloration. So those two work really well together. And then we have niacinamide in there, which is a, you know, an iron horse that, you know, is beloved in the skincare industry, vitamin B3, because it really, you know, is a strong antioxidant and helps, uh, you know, reduce fine lines, especially around the eye area. The the other ingredients that are in there that are kind of interesting that I think um, also add to this uh, ability of this product to be so beloved and to be so effective as brightening is that there's also mica and silica in it. And what those do is they help refract the light uh, and also create sort of a, a topical camouflage as well. So all of them work mm-hmm. together to make this sort of a, a beloved product um, for treating as well as corrective care that you can wear you know, uh, in the mornings when, before you go out in your dead.
0: I love that. Now, I wanted to ask you, Barbara, about the the. You know, this is something I've never tried before. I tried it from your line was the the carrot seed facial yeah. oil. Right. I would love to learn about carrot seed if you could tell us because I've never seen it before in products.
1: No, that's interesting. You know, one of the beautiful things about that product is it was one of the first products, literally, that I created in 1997. Uh, two oh. years after we had opened the spa. And back then, if you can believe it, people were freaked out about using a face oil in America. It was, you know, in Europe, it was done all the time, but, oh my God, I'm going to break out. You know, how could this be kind of thing? And now, of course, you see them used all the time, which is which is great because they're so nutritive to the skin. You know, carrot seed, this this product, um, carrot seed is basically an extraction for macerating the seeds, literally the seeds, Uh, of the plant and if you think about what the seed is it has the whole DNA or the life force of the plant and carrots are very rich in beta carotene and this is uh, chocked full of antioxidants Um, in addition we put this uh, product in a a base oil and by that I mean a vegetable oil of um, rosehip seed oil and rosehip seed oil is a carrier seed oil. I I grow a lot of it at my garden here on my farm um, because it's very rich in essential fatty acids and those are so important to really reducing inflammation in the skin. So this product is great for your dry, devitalized skins. And by that, I mean that that can mean really, you know, aggravated skins, like somebody who's just gone in and done a powerful, uh, you know, AHA peel, high percentage peel, low pH uh, to bring down the redness. We use it in our spas after we do the peels. Uh, it can be great during the wintertime when the skin, uh, is experiencing a little more irritation, or it can be great just as a primer before you put on a moisturizer for just giving, you know, infusing the skin with a, a big, uh, a big percentage of antioxidants from the carrot seed.
0: That makes sense. Wow, I love that. I let, I didn't know it was such a powerful antioxidant. That's very, very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's always in our top 10 products.
0: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful product. I think that, um you know, for me, I love oils. And I really love that you brought that up about the whole culture around oils in America as we've seen it kind of evolve over the past, I think, decade. You know, um, oils to me is like it's like second nature for me to gravitate towards oil-based products, you know, and I was born in India. I was born there, but I grew up in an Indian culture. I also lived in Europe for a long time, like you mentioned. So, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's a cultural thing for me, but I often am astonished as well. Like you mentioned, when people are so scared of oils, it's like,
1: why do you, why are you guys so scared of oils? They've been around since Egypt, you but know, it, like <laughs> think about it in America, when you thought about oils, I mean, a lot of them came from the petrochemical industry and they did make you break out. I mean, you know, when I started this brand in the nineties, I had to educate, you know, a vegetable oil versus a synthetic oil or a mineral oil or what it's, what the solvent they use to extract the oil. So you do have to be knowledgeable about it at the same time. I Maybe Let me ask you this: Do you you think that the sort of face oil category is getting a little bit heady with you know five hundred dollars face oils now? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's ridiculous. (laughs)
0: it's one of my biggest oh my gosh she drives me nuts I'm like you don't need all that why why the heck do you have a ridiculous and some of the oils Barb I don't even think they're real because like right, some right. of these plants I don't think you can extract oils from right, like the, right. some of the things I've seen so yes absolutely yes to your answer I mean to to answer your question I think it's uh, getting very heavy and it's getting very very cluttered and people are now saying well you don't need oils we're seeing that again I don't know if you've noticed but I've been watching social media and people are like oh you don't need oil in your routine and I'm sitting here like oh my gosh here we go again you know like we're gonna go backwards now in time and go back to the days where people have you know badly hydrated skin you know that's not protected and this is a great time for us to actually uh remind everyone I think that's listening when you use an oil as I'm sure a lot of you already know you're locking in all of your other skincare you guys you know like it's it's so so important and actually Barbara I would love for you if you wouldn't mind to give us a little mini lesson on the idea of the difference between a mineral oil and you know what I mean like uh, the bad oils versus the good ones if you could just so people know
1: yeah I mean you know a vegetable oil is going to be the best type of thing to use in your skin because it's biocompatible, right? So when you use something that's petrochemically derived, like a a mineral oil, it has no bioidentifiability with your skin. It just rests on top of your skin. And for some people can also be irritating. So when you're looking for a vegetable oil, cold pressed is always going to be best because a lot of times uh, manufacturers will heat up the nut or the seed to extract uh, more out of it, or they'll use uh, a solvent and those solvents can use residues or by heating it up it's like you know cooking your broccoli or steaming your broccoli you're going to kill a lot of those nutrients so you always want to look for a cold pressed vegetable oil things like rosehip or barrage I mean there are dozens marula you you can you know you can find tons of these by just googling them online and, and yeah. the, other, the other piece that I think is so important Ecta is is the aromatherapy piece as well. And this is another pillar at Naturopathica because we we practice holistic skincare and holism. You know, stress is such a big part of skincare. You know, just last night I got into bed, I took out my evening primrose. So I put a couple drops in, did an inhalation. I just felt my whole body relax. And then I started a face massage for about 10 minutes. So relaxing, so good for the skin. You know, I'm practically asleep by the time I've done. So again, with your background in India, right, in the body oils and treating all of the, the the body, it's so important to bring those wellness rituals back home.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And by the way, I'm a huge fan of the aromatherapy products that you have. You know, I actually have, um, you know, all of, the, all of the oil that I actually request, I have them on my bedside and I do the same thing right before bed and because I meditate at night. You know, I know a lot of people love to meditate in the mornings. I don't have the time. So I do it in the evenings. Yeah. Yeah. So it's part of my wind down routine. And I've just been loving the, I mean, I've been loving them. They're so nice. They put you right in the mood of just let's wind down. Let's come, you know, bring this day to a close. And then, yeah, you carry out your whole routine. You go through your skincare, you do whatever it is that relaxes you. And you know, you're right. It's a huge part of skincare. You know, people, people now are starting to finally talk about cortisol, for example, they're finally starting to talk. Talk about cortisol levels being elevated in 95% of the population of, you know, the right. Western civilization. Right. Yes, b- because we're always on the go. We're always the moving. Renal
1: glands are fried. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Have some good <laughs> coffee.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, you know, with all of that being known, it makes me, it actually baffles me why consumers don't take the time to invest more in these kind of, you know, just the, the more self-healing love, you know, level of skin health.
1: I think it's starting to change. I mean, I think people, again, we're, we're programmed, we're marketed to from the time we're in diapers of how to make our life easier, which is another way of saying you can jam more stuff in there. Right. (laughs) People, people are really like, you know what, this isn't working. I think COVID made people sit up and go like, I need to rebalance. I need to hit the reset button. So people are learning to make their own skincare Great. I mean, you know, you're not going to make retinols, but there's a lot of basic skews that you can make. People are learning again how to do inhalations to help with anxiety. They're learning to do bath rituals to help bring stress down. Uh, to incorporate yoga with um, aromatherapy. Um, you know, tea. Think about the the simple art of making tea. I mean, yeah. That- That's the oldest healing tradition in the world is the shaman bringing, you know, a cup of herbal tea. And by just putting that kettle on the stove and listening to the rumble of the kettle and pouring that over the herbs and smelling them and sipping it, drink something wild every day. That's my motto. It's one of the healthiest, best things you can do for beautiful skin and for just resetting uh, your stress level. So absolutely. Yes.
0: I absolutely agree with you. I think you're so, so on point with that. And I, you know, I, it, it's so interesting to me that, you know, it used to be a trend, you know, how like everyone was like, oh, now I'm drinking um tr- uh, tea. Now I'm drinking. What was that one? There was, there was one that was from South America. Everyone was doing oh, yeah. it. Uh, ramate you know yeah. and mate was like a trend and I was like I was I was drinking mate from like you know I don't even I was so young you know when I was introduced to it and I remember when all of the like the hipsters were into it and I was like you guys it's wellness isn't a trend it's a lifestyle like you have to just you have to keep doing it you can't do it for a month and then be like oh I'm done I'm gonna be I'm on to the next thing no and that's that's where I get very frustrated. And I think also, you know, at the same time inspired, I guess, in some ways, because when I come across brands such as yours, Barb, I'm like, here you go. You know, here's a, like a landing space for you guys, you know, right. explore, you know, test out things, find the things that work for you and stick to yeah. them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I actually want to um, ask you about, you know, just in terms of like, you know, when you're crafting, because I know there's a lot more than skincare, right, on the brand side. So we,
1: when you're- We have minor herbal remedies. We have tinctures, which are yeah. um, liquid herbal extracts, but those people don't know the tincture is how we, the original US pharmacopoeia of how we took medicine as we chopped up an herb, steeped it in, in a- uh, alcohol and then we let that sit for six weeks and strain off the herb and that makes a tincture that you can take directly under the tongue or add to tea so we have tinctures teas uh aromatherapy uh so those are that is our remedy line as well as the skincare. I love that. And I
0: actually really enjoy your tinctures because I remember, um, you know, I have anxiety, I have clinical anxiety. And um, when I was in college, actually it was in my, in my master's years and I was really suffering because I did not want to take a benzodiazepine. I did not want to get on Xanax. I did not, I refused. My doctor was always arguing with me and like pushing it down my throat. And I was like, no. And so what I did was like explore like valerian root and stuff. And a lot of the places that I went, you know, even if they were I guess, credible, it made me a little nervous because I never knew like, you know, how are they really deriving this, you know, and where's it coming from? And one thing I really love about your line are the tinctures because there is a stress relief one. There is one, you know, that helps you and it gives you that same feeling of just instant like if you're having like a mini panic attack you can honestly i'm telling everybody you can honestly take it and if you want it to work faster put it right under your tongue and just let it just you know what i mean just go it, it works actually it really works.
1: I'm, I'm good for me like for anxiety yes our stress tincture works the best but when i have a real panic attack it's our sleep tincture that works the best we have a passion flower and kava sleep tincture which is good for bringing on sleep but kava root Hands down, you know, this one of the best for anxiety because of the Kavalactones to really help, um, help deeply relax the body. So yeah, there's lots to explore.
0: Yeah. Lots and lots to explore. And, you know, it also like, you know, the reason I even brought that up was because, you know, we complain all the time in modern medicine and we're talking about how, oh, there's an opiate crisis. Oh, there's a benzo crisis. Oh, there's this, that there's that. Well, there doesn't have to be. Okay, <laughs> there's yeah. and this is where this is where I really want to get just your your two cents is this um coming together of just I guess modern Western medicine with the more natural approach and yeah. really finding a balance and I would love to get your your insight on that so that if there's any, you know, uh, practitioners listening in anyone yeah. who's on the side of medicine, you can yeah. really adopt this so if you want to comment on that part.
1: Yeah, I do. I think it's interesting because in the media, oftentimes you'll hear about these scares like, oh, comfrey root or, you know, ephedra. And, you know, somebody had something happen and, you know, an an herb gets uh, banned or put on an FDA warning list. And then as physician, let me ask you, how many, how many times do we know that medicines are itrogenic, meaning that they cause a toxic reaction.
0: Oh my God, that's like 98% of medication.
1: Yeah, of <laughs> Hospital stays are caused by, you know, what either some drug or some procedure that's caused harm. You know, plants are used by 85, 90% of the world's population as their primary care. We've used them for hundreds of years. That's a lot of proven studies. So if you want to prove the efficacy of the herb and you want to say, well, you know, oxycodone is proven safe versus, you know, something like valerian, well, let's look at those years of proven use where we've seen that valerian is a really effective nervine for helping to calm and relax the body. And I think I think that's valuable information. Yes, I am a complete nerd for for science and for, you know, that's why I have a master's degree in herbal medicine. I want to do those studies, but let's face it, nobody's gonna to race to find do clinical studies on echinacea right now because there's no money to be made in it. Right. So, I think I think my point is that the concern for herbs is it, you know, big pharma has really promoted that myth and consumers are often scared, oh, you know, is this herb controversial? And certainly if you are taking certain drugs, you need to be careful that they're not contraindications. But everyone could start out by just planting a few simple herbs at home in a window box if you're in an apartment or a little part in your backyard, a little plot of land. And, you know, things as simple as rosemary and you know lavender lemon balm um ginger you know uh, a thyme one of the best things for colds oregano right there's so many simple herbs that again we can add you know quickly to spices on our food or make teas with that people can feel the benefits uh, from right away and I, I think that's just really important to encourage people to do
0: i agree i really agree with that and i think that you know um just one word about big pharma is that you know what they've been doing for many years is stealing from natural remedies like ayurveda for example and then been applying it to scientific you know or or not scientific but like bench research and then creating drugs and then pretending like it just came out of nowhere no yeah it came from a plant okay that's where it came from the the drugs you take to combat malaria the drugs you take to combat um hiv and uh, tuberculosis they are derived from plants and tree barks and these are
1: uh, fox gloves yes all yeah Mm -hmm.
0: you and, and that's what i don't think consumers understand is that you're not getting some sort of miracle pill that just came out of nowhere it's all coming from nature and that's really where you know I want to tie this back to that first point I made about you know it's been a if you can't find the answer in nature then it's probably not there because everything that we're looking for can be found if you look for it in the right place, and so I'm a huge believer in you know your philosophy barb, I love your brand i'm I'm just you know I get frustrated because I think people are misinformed, and it's definitely a lot of it because of marketing, but a lot of it is also because of turning a blind's eye. you know it's like if someone just shoves something in your face and you say, "Okay, I'll just accept that, you're never going to find a better." options. So you know it's really my request to all of the listeners, you know, you should check out, out brands like Naturopathica. You should check out you know the real science behind these um ingredients because you'll really amaze yourself when you read about them. It's I it's truly astonishing.
1: Right. I think you know people are marketed too and so they they get seduced by the next glitzy thing. But usually what I found is when people embark upon the healing journey, meaning they've had something happen that they couldn't fix with a quick pill or a quick, you know, visit to a practitioner, then they take the time to explore what might be causing that imbalance. And whether it's diet or stress or, you know, some sort of um you know, family history, whatever it is, and then looking at, okay, what are the things that I can do? And it is the most rewarding journey you'll ever go on that the learning, the feeling of empowerment. Um, it's, it's really an unfolding of what you can learn uh, about your body and, 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 and what it's capable of.
0: Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And, you know, I think that by you creating the brand the way you have by creating so many options and giving us a real catalog of, you know, just efficacious natural based products is such a service to us because, you know, there's not a lot of brands like this. And so, you know, truly hats off to you and your work. It's very astonishing. And I really, really am such a huge fan.
1: Well, I'm a fan, too. I can't wait to meet you in person. So please let me know when you can come visit one of our, our uh, wellness centers. And I'd love to have tea with you.
0: Oh, I would love that. That sounds so, so wonderful. And thank you so much for the invitation. I will definitely take you up on that. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Everyone listening, um, definitely go check out Naturopathica. Again, like I said, I will link everything in the concept art for this episode. But, you know, go explore. Have fun. It's a wonderful brand. It's a wonderful website. And there's a lot of information on there. A lot of really, really key information. So uh, thank you again, Barb. And thank you to everyone listening in.
1: I'll be back next time. Complete pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.